0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Off Script Podcast with Pastor Jared, and uh, I have a little topic today I want to talk to you about. Uh, it's a commonly misinterpreted scripture, in my opinion, and it's one that I've just seen pop up a lot lately. Maybe it's the new year, and this is just what uh, churches tend to talk about in the new year: is their vision and what uh, what their plans are, and where they're going, and how they're going to get where they're where they're planning to go, and all of those things, and. Probably the most popular verse that I've just seen thrown around is Proverbs 29, 18. And and usually what people quote is the King James version of that. And it's really interesting to me when people that don't quote the King James version in other facets of their faith or on other verses that they're studying. Uh, for some reason, this one is locked in forever in the King James. And I think you'll see why. Uh, so I'm going to read to you the King James version of Proverbs 29:19. It says, uh, 29, 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And usually that's where it stops. The verse actually has a second part that goes, but he that keepeth the law happy is he. Um, but, but typically that first little part there is snipped to the half uh, and kept in the King James. Where there is no vision, people perish. And usually what also happens is that people take that word vision and apply the modern church growth version of what we mean by vision today in our context uh, to this old King James translation of the Bible. So um, you probably notice if you study church history beyond the past 20, 30 years, um, churches didn't used to have vision statements. They didn't used to have mission statements. And um, their understanding was just that there's one or two things the church is supposed to do and and that's our mission you know the, the great commission is our mission and and uh, we're supposed to you know minister to the hurting and the poor and we're supposed to preach the gospel and and uh, have biblical theology and uh, send missionaries out around the world and train up uh, young men and women for ministry and that's it that's what we do it's it's what the bible talks about over and over again but in the last few decades sort of this obsession with Statements, vision statements, and and pipelines and plans and and uh, you know how you're going to do what you do and presented in sort of a, a a business package has really become popular and I think in some ways it's benefited the church because um, I think we've all seen a church at some point that just had no idea what they were doing and they could be benefited by some some clarity of, of direction and knowing where you're going. Um, but at the same time, uh, I think we're living probably right now in the middle of what you could call vision frenzy. And, um, I think people are really focusing on, uh, buzzwords and they don't really know what they're talking about. And, and so what I think is probably more important is actually the real definition of this proverb, because let me break it to you, uh, This proverb is not about church leadership having a a clear picture of where they're going. Uh, It's it's not our modern version of vision, okay? Like knowing why you're doing what you're doing and where you're planning to go. Uh, Without that, the people do not perish. That's not what this is about. Okay, so let's just, for the the argument's sake, switch the translation over from King James uh, to... Let's just go with the English Standard Version, ESV. That's what I preach from. Uh, It says this, Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. Now, that's a little different. Let's go to New American Standard, see if it's any different. Where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained. Now, there's a little footnote on vision that says it really means revelation. So if you hover over the footnote, it says, or revelation. All right, last one. Well, maybe it's one or two more. Let's go to the NIV. The NIV, New International, says, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. That's pretty similar. And then lastly, I like to check the new living once in a while. Uh, It says, when people, oh, this is really different. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. Okay, I like that. When when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. Okay, so what is this actually saying? Well, it seems like that word vision really means, as far as the Hebrew and the original word, it really means prophecy. Or it means uh, the revelation of God's truth. So God speaking, essentially. Where there is no uh, spoken or revealed will of God, where there's no revelation of God, the people cast off restraint, the ESV says, or go unrestrained, the NIV says, or run wild, the uh, New Living says. So, all right, let's take let's take that and repackage it. When God's will and word is are cast aside when people don't pay attention to what God has said. We then throw off any restraint and act sinfully and wildly. <laughs> I actually looked up that word, that Hebrew word. There's an alternate definition for that word to cat to uh, what's perish in the King James. Uh, an alternate definition for this in the Hebrew is to go naked. (laughs) So it's basically, it's, it's not really to go naked, but it's that picture of uh, throwing off, throwing caution to the wind, inhibitions aside. Hey, God's not spoken. You know, there's no law. There's no, you know, God hasn't made it clear what he wants me to do. So I'm going to just tear my clothes off and sprint down the street. (laughs) So uh, you see the kind of the picture of what this, what the original, Writer in the proverb is actually trying to say, um, when when God, when we don't take what God has said to heart, when when God, there's no revelation available to us, we do what we want and we and we sin and we push God aside and we and we completely cast off all all the restraint of holiness that He has for us. And that's and and then it makes sense why the second part of this proverb in verse eighteen is but. Blessed is he who keeps the law notice the contrast of, of law keeping is is the second part now most proverbs have a little part a and a part B you know it's uh, the part a is sort of gives you posits the the truth and then part B is the opposite and uh, not this but that sort of thing that's very common in proverbs where there is no prophetic vision the people cast off restraint but so This is the opposite of casting off restraint and having no prophetic vision, but blessed is he who keeps the law. So the law is a restraint. The law does bring blessing and the law is God's prophetic vision. So I guess what I'm saying is a couple things, two things really. Number one, just don't misinterpret scripture ever, even if it even if it gives you a great leadership tool uh, to stand in front of people and say, hey, you know, um, I've got the vision and where there's no vision, the people perish and you don't want to die, do you? So follow me or else or else you're going to die. <laughs> don't don't be that guy. OK, secondly, the second point I'm making to you is this Uh if you really are talking about vision in the sense of our modern definition, there's really only one vision uh, and that's the bible's vision that's Christ's vision for his church so we don't we don't get our vision from anything other than the Bible and so this idea that we're all going to have unique and specific and very distinct Churches that look nothing like one another and are flavored different is just crazy because we're all reading the same Bible. We should all generally have the same purpose and the same vision and the same mission. Um, So um, I just think that's important to say that the Bible really is our our vision. Christ following him is our vision. And um, and thirdly, there's a really important truth in this proverb that gets missed because we twisted it. If you, if you, if you aren't reading God's word and, and you haven't received the revelation of his vision for your life, if you don't know what he, he said, where there's no prophetic vision, well, then you are going to go wild and your life is going to fall apart and you are going to seek after sin and and metaphorically go naked, hopefully metaphorically go naked and run all over the place and just do whatever. And, and your, your life will disintegrate and fall apart. And so that truth can be lost when we make this about uh leadership vision and and you know the sadness of an organization losing its way because they didn't have a purpose and that's not really what this is about. So I just wanted to make that clear to you because I hate when verses get misinterpreted and uh, this one is on the short list it's probably in the top 10. I won't say it's the it's the top that's probably. Maybe I'll do a series of the most uh, misinterpreted verses but certainly uh um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me is up there. Um, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. 11, um, judge not. You know, those are, there's some really, really misinterpreted verses, but this is up there in the top 10 somewhere. And I thought this might be helpful to you as well. So I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, join a Bible believing church and uh, sit under bold gospel preaching this Sunday. I hope to see you soon. Goodbye.